You're listening to Kelly and Steve, and this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiance Season 10, Episode 6, If Anyone Objects. Let's get right into it. Rob and Sophie, free porn from a random person. (laughs) At least he's not paying for it. Free porn is apparently different in his eyes. If it's free, it's for me. Isn't this your motto? (laughs) Unless it's porn. Okay. So not free anything. No. Regardless, there are limits to free. Yeah. What is his deal? I don't know. I think he's got a problem. We talked about his porn issue, we thought, last week. Uh Uh-huh. But this, well, it's free. I guess at least he's not paying for it. He's killing me. I don't understand. Completely. This is just... This was his explanation. Well, it's just free, basically free porn from somebody I don't know. This seems... (laughs) My jaw dropped. Like, is this dude for real? So is this like if he had... And maybe I'm making a big jump, but if he was intimate with somebody, it was just a casual thing. It's just a hookup. Who is this that didn't know the names? Oh, it was Sarper. Or if I'm blindfolded, <laughs> it's somebody I don't even know. I did. So it doesn't count. I didn't know her name, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is his line of thinking. I think that. And we touched on it a little bit last week, but I think Sophie's ex- excuse for getting into his phone, I think it's bunk. Uh-huh. I don't think that's a good excuse. I think she is just rooting around in his phone. Does finding something that is um, bad make it okay? Well, I think it's just a separate issue altogether. It'll never really get addressed, right? Right. Why are you in my phone? Right. Doesn't it, it really matter. It now cancels out how bad he is. Because this is an issue. She obviously doesn't trust him. Right. And you have to go. Well, because they've had issues in the past. Yeah, she shouldn't trust him. Or he cheated online. Right. He said that this was before and that he hasn't done any of this since, I guess, he since, said since the visa came is through. Is this mean or they that, applied for the visa? Yes, and he said since the visa got accepted, I'm pretty yeah. sure. This means that he, well, he was waiting for the visa to get accepted in order to take this relationship seriously? Right. And the visa is a fiancé visa, so that's bunk. So what if it didn't get accepted? Right. So what's his next caveat? Well, this, I think, maybe you're right. Maybe this was Sophie's mom. That's what I was thinking. All right. So Sophie's mom said that Rob wouldn't come over there for her. Right. So this wasn't a thing at all. You know what you should tell him is, you know, people are a bit more open over here. I think there's more free porn (laughs) in Europe than there is in America. So what's his next caveat then to excusing, well, it's just because? Is it going to be, well, this was a month ago because we weren't married yet? Well, this is... This is you know, like I mean he's just he's drawing arbitrary lines. Well this is like our kids. Okay. <laughs> this is like our kids going, we you know, you move a couch and you go, Well, there's a hole in the wall. And they go, Oh, well that's been there. Well that doesn't let's stop and go back to why is there a hole in the wall? Uh huh. What happened 
a month ago. Just because it happened a month ago or 14 weeks ago doesn't mean that we excuse it uh-huh. and we don't address what just happened. Just because it wasn't noticed right yeah, away. Yeah, that's all. I thought you about jumped out of your whatever. What are those you're wearing? You about uh, jumped pajamas? out of your, your Crocs. Oh, Crocs, it, yeah. When it came to Sophie's mom talking about Rob the Knob. Oh, yes. Cracking me up. Because, because it sounded just like my mother. Yes. This really took me back to familiar territory. All the terms that she used. <laughs> this whole speech sounded just like my uh, one of my mother's rants. I think we all called him <laughs> Rob the Knob. Have we heard we that did. from somewhere else? Or we've this, used it, I think, on another Is this the character. first time we've heard it in the show, or did we pick no, it I up? No, I think it came up before. Rob the Knob. I, yeah, it was in the, uh, it came up in the UK. Um, hmm. Dirty, nasty skanks. He has to have dirty, nasty skanks, and forgive me, I'm quoting. This cracked me To up. get his sausage to explode. That was so funny. Says he's boring, he's jobless. Your mom wasn't saying this stuff about me, was she? No. <laughs> this wasn't a reminder for that. No, you were you were recommended. No, that's good. You were the adopted son. That's good. They like me pretty much. Right? Yeah. They may like me better. Yeah. All you have to do is really simple, right? So although we weren't involved at the time, it's still pretty simple to be in a house with a stranger and ha- speak the same language and make them happy with you. Right. Well, just be respectful and don't, you know, be a burden. Clean up your crap. Maybe clean up a little extra. Uh Uh-huh. And then that's enough. Be helpful. Maybe make your bed. Right? Right. And don't participate in any kind of porn. Free or not. I have no concept. I mean, it's great that she's out of there, but she's almost looking for a reason to... Get back with him and have this discussion about what's next. She's lost, right? Doesn't know what to do. Yeah, I'd be done with this dude because I don't have any room for somebody who looks at porn in a relationship. But even if it's free? (laughs) Even if it's free. You have no difference if he's paying for it or free. It doesn't weigh at all. It doesn't even weigh in, no. It's just free strangers sending me... F- photos and it videos. It doesn't of their, weigh in until it also happens to be my money that's paying <laughs> that for would be worse, and that's right? another issue. Well, that's good. I wish she would have said bits at least once. Oh, I would have so loved it to at least gotten dirty, nasty skank sending you photos of their bits to get your sausage to explode. <laughs> this would have been maybe utopian A situation step further. for me. <laughs> We talked about Rob in Inside Scoop. I don't think it was anything that was um, too scoopy, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But we just talked about Rob and just kind of what a turd he -hmm. really is and has been. That's in our Inside Scoop that came out over the weekend. So, Yeah, pretty consistently just a douche. Yeah, Rob is Rob. And he loves to to go to the arcade, evidently. This is a place he likes to hang out. He takes all of his dates there. And he likes being on television. He does do that. He does like that. Um, Devin and Nick. Um, Devin has kind of a breakdown inside of the restaurant. Your general feeling about this meeting with Nick? I thought it went very well. I was so impressed with how loving and supporting 
supportive his parents were to both of them. Mm. Really impressive. Stellar. Yeah, we don't see that too often. They didn't throw any ultimatums out there. They seem to really appreciate that she felt for their situation in having him leave them behind. He said something at the end that your tears really helped. And I think what people want to know is that you care. Right. And and it didn't seem like, I, I think from the previews, we thought that maybe it was the pressure that was making her cry. But it seemed more like she felt sad empathetic. that she was taking the son away from them. Uh-huh. But he's already away. He's in Australia. And yeah, but he Korea. won't be able to visit. It'll be a little hard. For a long time. Mm. I'm not sure he spends a lot of time at home. Mm-hmm. If he's an engineer in Australia, you don't get a ton of free time. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't happen. I loved that the dad said hello in English. Yes. And then said, see you again at the end. Yeah, that it, was nice. I, I think it I think it was really nice. Yeah. I thought that... Um, I think she didn't want to say the Korean word she's learned just because she didn't want to be embarrassed I, being put on the spot. Well, and I think, look, there's the risk of saying something wrong. Right. And... Being offensive. Yeah. And Well, that's true. And then even being embarrassed. I think when you put yourself out there, and she doesn't seem like somebody who's very comfortable in groups and in crowds. Right. And there's some stories around about um, her filming her interviews and maybe some self-medication she was doing to ease the stress that she was having Mm. to to maybe alleviate her anxiety. And so I I think maybe she has some anxiety things. Mm TV is probably not the best cure for that. Right. And look, throwing somebody at a table where where you don't speak the language that they're speaking Mm -hmm. is, is difficult. Yeah, and I remember being in that situation yeah. um, early on in Germany, and although they could speak English, you know, you're sitting at a table, and you're not trying to make everybody speak your language. So until you could start to learn and understand a bit, you're there, I guess, trying to pretend like you understand a few words, right? And and it it's uncomfortable for everybody involved because, like, my brother married a German girl. And she came to the States with him and she, they stayed with us mm-hmm. for a while. And while she was living with us, like the two of them just exclusively spoke German in front of everyone. And they would do it at times when they didn't want us to know what they were saying because she did speak English. Mm. And that was rude. Right. You know, and that made my parents all kinds of ticked off because they would do it at times when there was something uncomfortable happening and then they would just fall into German so my parents couldn't understand. That was really rude as yeah. a guest in their home. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> and tough. that really that really didn't bode well for their future relationship, let's just say. Yeah. So I feel for her there and you could see how uncomfortable she was. She kind of cowered down. She kind of tucked in a ball even. Yeah. Um, she leaned into him. She was like a, a withering wallflower. Yes. <laughs> it was kind of how and she I came across. I, I don't blame her. Uh-huh. But I think they really could have used an app of some kind. Yeah. I, I, I think everybody could have prepped themselves a little better. Uh-huh. You know, especially maybe Nick runs in between of the app. Like he, right. cause he's going to know what everybody's saying. 
Mm-hmm. And so he could then at least read the app. And and he could correct it if it translates something incorrectly. Yeah, because I don't think he did a good job of translating no, the positivity. What was actually being said. Yeah. yeah, because I think as happy as everybody was, I'm not sure that Devin got a chance to see how accepting they really were. Right, because he was like given the short version of everything. Yeah, it was 20 words and he'd do it in It was very abbreviated. And they were being very, very gracious. And she, mom was doing the speaking and the driving. But the dad was doing the English speaking. Mm-hmm. I think it was a little tough of the, what was that? I think an aunt is who was there, you know, directly asking, does she speak any Korean? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's not necessarily, you know, it's not supportive in any uh-huh, way. Right. But it's a billion times more supportive than Gino's family. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was terrible. This was horrible. She was right. They they were attacking her. That was so rude. And she handled it so well. She really did. I was really surprised at that. And I'm wondering if her more familiar meltdown in the car was a result of her anxiety and stress about dealing with the outing. I don't want to even get into that yet. Because Gino's family. Yeah, that was terrible. This is the the men in in this room were deplorable. Yeah, so bad. Now the one sister was very yeah, that's nice. What I'm saying. Well, I think maybe And there I've was, heard that that's her only friend. There was some empathy that's there. Uh-huh. But these guys are horrible. They come out this is what I want to know is where were they on January sixth? <laughs> you know? Yeah. How what are you going to do and how can you be a productive American? Yeah. I'm like, look around there, buddy. I mean, what, what, and this is going to sound really bad, but what should hold her to a higher standard than we hold our neighbors to? Or, Why does she have to prove herself more? Or than we hold Gino to. He quit his job. Yeah, I think Gino's earned, right? And he, Gino's still supporting them. So I don't mm-hmm. think that that's necessarily a, a Just big saying. deal. They weren't very impressed with Gino. He's not an attractive person. Yeah, they were rude to him too. Yeah, I'm not. I'm cracking skull. I'm my, like my oh. translation of what they actually said was, "Gino is no catch." So what do you see in him? Because he's a loser and he's not attractive either. You're just here <laughs> to get more sugar daddies. That woman who the blonde, the, who the guy in the hat. Where they had the prenup, I didn't pay attention to their names because I, I don't know that they need to have any attention paid to them. Uh-huh. But this was horrible. Yes. It was just it was just bad. What's her real intent? Like, this is just BS. Was this Gino's uncle, the one uh, that texted her one that of upset them. her so much? The guy I'm in wondering. the America shirt was the uncle. Hmm. This is not a supportive group. They know the rules. They know she can't work. This isn't really an issue. They're just being really crappy. Yeah, pretty much. And Gino doesn't help with no, the wedding dress No, he didn't story. say anything. I get it. And why was he telling them about it. that? It's like he's trying to drum up support or yeah. for himself against her. This is not necessarily... A great thing for him to do. Is no. it the truth? Is he being honest? Sure. Should he have to hide things? No. But 
at what point are you this is your spouse or, or at future what point spouse. are you trying to sabotage her relationship with your family yeah that they're ever gonna have she gave up everything there her amazing weather i thought she really is funny. not happy with michigan no weather. she's not you were in Michigan in like was it August? August? It yeah. was so humid and hot. Yeah, it was gross, and there wasn't air conditioning, and not everybody there has. Air and your mom smoked. Yeah, and the combination was more than my sinuses could take. <laughs> I literally could not breathe. I had to leave every day and just drive around in the car. To, to get, get some fresh relief, air, to, to get be some able to humid, breathe. humid Michigan summer <sighs> air. It was horrible. Well, what happens is, is Michigan is a big peninsula. Well, I came from Virginia Beach. I mean, I'm familiar with humidity, but there was no relief because mm. there was no air conditioning. <laughs> we were staying upstairs in like an attic room, and it wasn't a closet, and. <laughs> There was cigarette smoke, that. which I'm allergic to. I mean, <laughs> there's right. no faster way to close up my we airways. Been, we could have been locked in a closet. Oh. That could have been worse. It might have been better. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine you notice I never it. went back. <laughs> I noticed why, during this whole event with the with the family that Jasmine started, she was drinking a coffee. She had a, a cup of coffee at in at the end of this thing. Which I thought was probably pretty smart for her and maybe helped keep – you wouldn't think coffee would help keep you calm, but it would keep me calm uh-huh. in a situation like that. Mm. I just cannot believe their behavior. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It doesn't bode well for those of us in Michigan. <laughs> Again. It's just not good, right? I mean they're, yeah. they just come after her. And instead of being supportive like they could of welcoming, she gets the what are you gonna what are you gonna do and when are you gonna work? Uh-huh. She goes, I'm a professional. I mean you wouldn't know it by her behavior, right? But But they don't really know that. Right. Or maybe they do since he's blabbing. Yeah, who knows? Good thing he didn't know about the money from Dane. She he'd be well, blabbing that too. He's gotta know that by now. I like that she set it up. If I don't feel comfortable, we have to leave. Oh, uh-huh, that I, was funny. But I know that she couldn't do this, right? This right. would have been a bad thing for her to go. For her to sit and take this punishment from them uh-huh. is uh, is impressive. Yep. She did a good job of staying calm, not blowing her top. No. But it came later. Yeah, it did. I have to wonder when I see this, this thing in the car, is does Gino... With production, does Gino have like a safe word? <laughs> if he says like Sheboygan uh-huh. or like Kalamazoo, um, like does production rush in? Is this like a, you know, like a emergency evacuation? Yeah, this is like a cop, um, you know, where they have the stings uh-huh. where they send Johns in the room. Uh-huh. And you once the safe word happens, everybody comes running. With I could guns. see this happen, right? <laughs> Gino says Sheboygan. And here comes all the, the sprinter van comes up from behind. They, they stop the van, they pull him out <laughs> and they they rescue him. It, yeah, I, I could see Gino just doing it like crazy, right? A team of security like people come. Eight times. Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo. I said Kalamazoo, <laughs> Kalamazoo. Where is everybody? And you could see Jasmine gets suspicious. And then she takes this lip gloss, right? Uh-huh. Or she takes Gino's hat 
and she holds it hostage, grabs him by the hat. Tosses it out the window. <laughs> this would be bad. The lip gloss thing, I don't know. Could it be a plant and just and just drama for the show? Sure, but like you said, you know, his coworkers in the car, stuff falls out of people's purses all the time, I'm here to say. Yeah, don't reach just randomly under the seat. Yeah, Normally, it's where I get like... There. When we were younger, it would be like where you'd get a French fry or something. Yeah, from the kids. Find a chicken nugget. You're not yeah. finding one of those. People go after pieces of chicken. Yeah. People leave <laughs> People leave French fries. Yeah. I don't know. You think he was cheating? No. I don't think so either. I don't. He doesn't seem like somebody who would do that. No. Gina had probably gone a decade without female intimacy. Right. Because we believe that he hadn't paid for. We, yes, <laughs> we believe that he was paying. Yes, we do for his entertainment. Uh, yes, that is a wonderful way to put it. His entertainment. She gets out and has a meltdown. I want to go back to Panama. She pulls like I would say it was like a Paul, but she's just really wandering around the parking lot. Yeah, behind a wet building in she the tall grass. She goes back there. I, yeah, I expected her to, you know, make a run for it. She needed like a poncho uh-huh. and There's a hood. There's a big ditch, so. That was it. <laughs> this is Paul. To go. A poncho with a hood is all we need. And then this is the Paul scene all over again. Runs behind the building. Mm-mm. We know she doesn't go back to Panama. This is still, uh-huh. this is still... Pre tell all from last season, I believe that we are. Really? This is right around then. I have a feeling you're yeah. going to. Well, she had just arrived. Right. Uh, like three days before the tell all, as I recall. So this is either, uh, this is right around the tell all time. I wonder if this is back from New York. I think we saw think her so, in Michigan I, first. I think at this point, she's been here more than three days. Because they've already what gone and you think she got there some stuff and whatever went to New York for the tell all and yes. then back to Michigan. Yes, that's what I think. But you know, we know from Gino's house that anything that's in the seats of his car is not getting touched. He he's not cleaning his house. No, <laughs> and he's definitely not cleaning his car. Definitely, those things just aren't happening. So. But no cheater. cheater and he's cheater got a crap he's got a crappy family. He does. She's right about that part. Except for the sister. So her gut was that they're bad people. And it really seems like they are. Yeah, I mean this non welcoming welcome sounds a lot like what she's been saying they've been saying on texts mm-hmm. for months. You know, same kind of negativity so you can see why she was leery of having to deal with them in person how grateful are you for what he's done for you (laughs) like it's this huge privilege gift right you have been given the gift of being here Uh uh-huh i do you think that she would have been fine staying in panama oh yeah definitely i think so too she didn't want to come, remember? Well, it's hard to tell what people say and mean and oh, feel. I'm and pretty sure she it. was serious. She didn't really want to come. It, and she's looking for a reason to go back. Yes, you're right. 
That means constantly. She, that means she really just loves Gino. Right. Which how bizarre is that? Which is troubling. Yeah. Very difficult to understand. Yes, for sure. Because there's just not a lot there. Right. Just like his family said. I'm, hmm. He this, should be troubled by what they said about him. Yeah. What What should Gino do here? This is what I mean, and we've said it in the previous weeks, about Gino not being the right match for Jasmine because this is this place for Gino to step up and Yes, and he's not. And he cut sat this there off. quietly. Yeah. He didn't even look bothered. I didn't like, think about that. He didn't even have any now. facial expressions that showed that he was uncomfortable with their line of comments. And, and if I were her, that would tick me off. And he fanned the flames with the wedding dress. Thing. Yes, and we don't know where that fell and not line to have done that with actual, you know, the filming and the production where that actually was. But this is an opportunity for him to talk everybody down and say, you know what, um, Jasmine's her involvement in our relationship and how we handle things. We're handling this as a team, and this is what we're doing. Or he could say. None of your flipping business. Next right? there's, question. There's two ways to handle this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Back off of this. But he doesn't do that. He leaves her to do this on her own. Yeah. And miraculously. She comes out unscathed. Yeah, she maneuvers that. She looks pretty good. Until the car. Yeah. Which, like I said, the more I thought about it, I think was a culmination of her building frustration from this meeting. Yeah. Well, everybody deals with stress differently. Right. I mean, we know I deal with stress horribly before an event. Yes. Now, Jasmine here, it was more after. So the... the, the and during. The lead you. up. Well, I mean, I mean, Jasmine was fine during. Are you yeah, talking about you. me? I don't like your tone. <laughs> I'm all right during, aren't I? Not behind the scenes. Yeah, inside. I try to avoid you until events are over. Inside, I'm a, I'm a hot mess. Yes. So I'm like worse than ja- I handle situations worse than Jasmine. Yeah. I don't like this. I mean, you give a good impression. Kalamazoo. To, Kalamazoo. You give, you give a good impression to other people, but you know, if we were like had a moment alone, you would be like bubbling over with angst. We had we went to something on Saturday, and it was you know I got boxed in a corner, and uh, I felt trapped, and there were kids around, and they were intimidating me. I thought maybe maybe it was better that we were tucked in the back corner. Yeah, would have except we didn't for, have to interact with anybody. Yeah, but those kids were coming over, right? And I, I had the, my back to the table, so oh, I didn't notice all that. These little kids were running around, touching all the desserts with the their... same ones that were running around crying. I don't know. Mom I... chased them and took them out of the room. Yeah, some I think because their booger fingers were touching yeah. all the desserts. That was a problem. Yuck! So I'm watching that, and I go, and they're going to touch this, and these old people are going to eat these cookies. Yuck! That oh. these RSV I wasn't eat. RSV <laughs> kids are touching. Oh, nasty. And then, so this is what we're sitting in is literally a super spreader event (laughs) and we're all going to be in trouble. So this is all I'm thinking about during the event. This is going to be bad for everybody. And now like tonight, 
My throat's all scratchy. Oh, you're funny. So now what? Sheboygan. That's what I want to say. I want out. Get me out of here. You're funny. Speaking of trapped, Clayton's bed. So they put their bed in a corner. This room is big enough to have the bed in the middle of the room. Mm Mm-hmm. He could have set this bedroom up a little better. Instead, he's got. Instead, he has it against the wall that's shared with mom's closet. And then wants to put her in the corner of the bed. And she says no. Right. Pull up. This is the discussion. Do you the, think that's why she didn't want to be over there? No, no. Would you want to be trapped in the corner? Oh heck, no! I have to be near the bathroom. Yeah, but still, you'd even if wherever the bathroom is, you don't want to be stuck up against a wall. No. You want to be able to get out of yeah, bed. Yeah, why did he do that? That seemed like a good-sized room. Well, in his Especially bed. compared to the rest of you the know, house. Maybe if he slept on that side, he didn't ever have to worry about it. Oh, yeah, I guess. I think he's probably very socially awkward. Mm-hmm. And when he says that it's been, what it was his words, I think he said it's been a very, very, very few times that he's had a girl over the house. Mm-hmm. You know what this means? When you say very, very, very. It Almost means never. Never is actually it. I've never had company, female company. Well, over. he said his mom usually leaves. Yeah, very, very, very few times. <laughs> so maybe once. Can we settle on once then? Let's say twice because he said <laughs> she sometimes I'm leaves not, or goes in another room. I'm not. Um, I'm not going for or, twice. Or turns on a radio, he said. I'm not going for twice. Twice is not a possibility. Mm-hmm. I Maybe once. Possibly. So she turned on a radio and then and left? that side of the bed is got yellow panda on it. So there was a big panda. I know you weren't necessarily looking at the screen at this time because I told you about it. He had a big panda bear and then a baby panda bear on its lap. And the baby panda was like the color of like our carpet. Mm-hmm. Like beige. Uh-huh. This is a beige panda bear that uh-huh. used to be white. Ew. Yes, yeah, is an old Gross. panda bear. Yeah. Why does he have this on his bed? Well, I don't know. Well, he seems to have a lot of <sighs> stuffed animals. And and I'm not sure why you get somebody an alpaca and some flowers at, Weird. at the trip. Maybe the alpaca was actually already in the house with all the other stuff. Maybe you got it from mom's storage locker. I love yeah. <laughs> I love her discussion of what she saw when she came in. It wasn't about necessarily like the horde. Mm-hmm, the clutter. It was the animals. Yeah. She said that they got priority over the people. He made sure they had a space to play and a comfortable place to sleep. And then they got whatever was left. And she said this is all completely bad. There wasn't a lot of bedding. Mm-mm. This wasn't like a, a a place that they were in. This was like a no baby couch, gate. No kitchen table to eat at. I want your legit. Now, I know we do have a hamster. We, we do. have a hamster in a hamster. What do you call this thing? Uh, a ca- not a cage, yeah. but a. Habitat. Habitat. So occasionally I would say. It's a trail. Right. And there, I don't care what you do. With this habitat, occasionally there is an aroma. Yes, that when the comes- aroma begins, it's time to change all the bedding. I, what do you think this place, your thought of what you think this place smells like? Yeah, with a 
Two. Guinea pig. Two of them. Oh, yeah. That's way bigger than a hamster. And also rodent. So, yeah, it's going to be bigger poops and pee. Yeah. This can't be promising for the aroma in the house. Yeah. I had a friend whose kids had guinea pigs. This was the friend who wouldn't have a dog because they didn't like dog hair. That's good. And now they have a dog and they mm. love the dog, which I find funny. what happens when now you that have they're a dog, older. You find that they are very loving um, companions. Right. But when her kids had the guinea pigs, the big complaint was that they had to clean the cages and they didn't do it nearly enough. And there was an aroma. I'm sure there's things you can do and ways you can control it, but I think you could still tell when you walked into the house that there would be guinea pigs there. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sure you'd have to change the bedding much more the often. The dogs yapping were a bit of a, an issue. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're all going to be excited when somebody new is in the house. Right. Love it, though. The animals get more attention and they care more about the animals than Comfort. they do the people here. Mm-hmm. This leads me to believe that one of maybe the guinea pigs are going to come up missing. Yeah, she said, if I get upset, I might eat one. That was funny. <laughs> she was joking. but That that's, made me laugh. I think that's so funny because we don't see a lot of emotion from these two. Uh-huh. We, we didn't see it at the, about anything. At the airport. No. That, she like... Had a robotic hug. She just like walked into him. It didn't seem like it was. um, It wasn't full of emotion. There was no jumping for joy or wrapping the legs around or running down the aisle to find him. You know, none of that. Wasn't, didn't Chantel do that with Pedro? Didn't she run up to him Uh and wrap her legs around him? Wasn't that it? Many of them have done that. Clayton clarified all of this. And I thought it, you know, Clayton strikes me as probably. A very smart person. Um, he does cybersecurity. I saw like an AMD thing over in the corner. I'm guessing he's all right at what he does. Mm-hmm. He probably does quite well. Um, it's just a it's just a feeling. Well, his personality is probably suited to that. That's yeah. probably why he chose that line of work because would- he's not terribly social. So he gives her the talk, and we've seen it. We've seen people do this, how when you come across somebody who doesn't speak the language, you speak really loud mm-hmm. or loudly or slowly. and slowly, uh-huh. and you kind of treat them like a kid. Right. And so he knew this was going to come, so he managed to at least have this talk with her. Head that off. It. But she runs out with Te Amo, like, yeah. right away. <laughs> it's like, this seemed awkward. It did. But she she's trying. Yeah. I think that's it. She seemed nice. She complimented her, said she looked nicer than she thought. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really. And she said that he had a look about him that she'd never seen before yeah. when, when she was there. So that's good. I think it's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Too bad she didn't know that mom was living in the closet. Yeah. She said, I pictured a small space, but I didn't expect it to be the place where suitcases and clothes and shoes are stored. You'd at least have a bunk bed, build her up, and she could have some storage underneath it. Uh-huh, and right. her bed could be up a little higher. Yeah, and she wouldn't have to be well, up and down off the floor. Yeah, because I mean, think about that. we know how hard that, that is, right? Yeah, As you I get mean, old. He's 30. That's going to put mom probably, do you think mom's our age? 
I mean, she's probably lived a, a little more rough life, but she's got to be our age around or more. Or more, yes. She's not younger than we are. No. Can you imagine having to get up and down off the floor? That's what I'm saying. Do you? It's no small feet. I haven't <laughs> seen you on the floor. I get down the floor every day to feed our dog that okay. needs assistance. All right. But it's a bit of a chore to get down there <laughs> without, you know, without leaning on my knees. I don't have any cartilage on my knees. It's a little, I'm, I can't kneel like that. In places so where we're in public down. and you're sitting and going to stand, I, I'm beginning to feel the urge <laughs> to offer you my arm to help you up. Well, you know, sitting for long periods makes my knees crack real bad. And Wait, it's but, audible. You hear so, it. So, you know, I just Clayton's, stand up slowly because I know the crack is coming. Think about Clayton's mom. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's no small I don't feat. know the solution to this. And we've talked we talked last week probably in depth about being a hoarder and maybe the extra space isn't good for her. But I think there would be something that you could do. Yeah, he should try to raise up I can tell somehow. you even – I don't know. If you had a – because he rents this place. Uh-huh. Is it, that a mattress she's on? Yes, it's a mattress. Well, then like, that, that he could have a bed frame then. It'd be a little harder to fit in there, but there's some you could have a frame of a bed without a headboard in it. Right. You could buy That's one of I those mean. metal frames. If if the the mattress fits, then there should be he should be able to put a metal bed frame in there. You could build there. it out of plywood. Yeah, the rails. I mean, that's all that it really is. Just so that she could turn and sit, well, even if there was no space to put her legs here's down. Here's the problem. Probably if there's a rental inspection or a life safety inspection from the rental the the property management company uh-huh. that bed being in the closet would be a no go. Yeah. I can tell you when we lived in Michigan, we had a place where we lived in after I think divorce number 2. <laughs> and there was a basement in there. And so it was a two bedroom place. It was me, my mother, and my younger brother. Uh-huh. And so instead of sharing a room with him, I stayed in the basement, uh-huh. but the, the property management company said that the basement is not a habitable Suitable. place mm-hmm. because there were, I don't know, appliances down there, water heaters. and uh-huh. But I stayed down there. But when the property management people were going to come for an inspection, we had to kind of pack the bed up and mm. treat the space more like a living room than a bedroom. We just kind of took the bed apart. and <laughs> But everybody in Michigan, Mich- basements are very popular in Michigan. We all have basements there. Yeah, but they flood and stuff. Not so much there. Water table is a little different in that part of town. So everybody has basements. Your mom's basement floods. That did. It does happen. So when there's that much water, it normally happens like a, when the when the snow big thaws. snow thaws. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. I don't know. These two seem to get along okay. He seemed to be a bit taken aback by the separation in the bed and the panda being in the way. You notice it mm-hmm. was big panda. Yeah, that was fun. And not little panda. And she didn't waste any time uh, making the partition either. No. He she seemed, didn't even slide into the bed before she did it. I didn't like his facial expression when that was happening. No, I didn't either. I didn't he like... He had an expectation, clearly. I didn't like him... Like saying, you're going to be on that side of the bed. This is my side. I didn't like that either. Uh-huh. I didn't like any of it. I think he could be more common. This is what leads me to believe that he's not a frequent um, person Dater. who has people around. Mm-hmm. 
because you're still thinking of yourself first. Right. And that's learned behavior. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about it when it's I was with your parents. It's common only children. Right. Well, I mean, not only only children. We don't want. No, but it is common in only children. Well, you wouldn't know, right? I think I've had this discussion with just about somebody I used to work with who was similar in age to me, and and they had never – I don't know. He was really bad at compromise, and so it was kind of a similar thing. Him and his wife were at a point where they didn't have any children, right? So they got to do whatever they wanted. So when you would bring something up to him, said, look, I have this thing with my with my children, you could just see like he didn't comprehend it. Mm. Well, can't you just find, have somebody watch them? Yeah. You know, it was that kind of thing. Well, no, it's not that simple. Uh-huh. You don't just – Substitute for parents. Yeah, you don't just right. throw your kids into somebody, right? I mean you may right. have people that you trust, but – that takes time. Mm-hmm. You don't always just trust people. But we haven't heard anything. Did we hear anything about Clayton having a sister? No. No. So Clayton and mom spend a lot of time together. Yeah. So clearly. I think I think Clayton spends a lot of time in his room alone. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that it's an only Probably. child thing, but he surely spends a lot of time alone. Mm-hmm. And we've seen this in like, it's a pretty popular sitcom thing. You know, people just don't. I just can't believe she's been living in a closet for three years. I think it was two. Not that that's any different. I'm not sure there's a big difference between two and three years. It's a lot of time. She doesn't seem bothered by it. I just think, I think Clayton's doing all right and that he's able to take care of her. Mm -hmm. I I think is, is. He seems fairly tolerant of her. A hoarding situation. Well, it's not. Because he was real gentle trying to deal with getting her to pare things down for the girl coming. Do you think that his mom? And he did say to her when she arrived that uh, the kitchen is the kitchen's a whole lot cleaner than it was before. <laughs> mm. You have no point of reference, though. Right. There's still no couch. There's no table to right. eat. These are things they just don't. It leads me to believe that she lives in her closet and he lives in his room. Mm-hmm. And the animals stay in the rest of the house mm-hmm. with her stuff. Yeah. Hmm. You think it's going to end up being a problem? Sure. I mean, you see this Wouldn't being you an, have issue? an issue? Yeah, because what's the middle ground? I mean, this is too small of a place for three people, three adults. Especially the, when you're starting a new relationship. The, like, the, the switch working. is is that at a minimum, if these three are going to stay together, there needs to be a larger place. Mm-hmm. His animals, a two are, bedroom. His animals are going to be a problem. Uh huh. That's two dogs, two guinea pigs. There just has to be it's too much. There <laughs> too That's much. What it is. Yeah, because a closet, like she says, it's a place to store your clothes. A place to store your shoes. And suitcases. I wanted her to say, I was so in, please, 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 please. I wanted her to say, not a place to store your mom. <laughs> I'm going, please. And they paw, you know, they were doing the translation and it went to the next screen. I'm going, please say, not a place to store your mom. I but was wondering didn't. if she would take offense, like if in her culture, you know, it would be like in Asian countries where you value greatly your elders mm. and would she take offense to 
him putting his mom in a closet. You know, I wondered, but she didn't seem phased by it at all. Yeah, this whole thing changed for me last week when we found out she had some hoarding issues. Right. This means that she's got – I mean, it's easy to tell somebody, and I think we've seen – we have watched every Hoarders episode. Yes. That this is an illness that they have. Right. This isn't just – and I almost feel bad when problem. I watch any episode of Hoarders because I know that when people the, – the families come and they just say, get rid of this. Why can't you just get rid of it? Mm-hmm. Can't you just throw this stuff away? And you see it in them. Mm-hmm. And, and – You know it's coming. Right. And so this is an illness that she has. And so as much as I wanted to kind of have more fun with Closet Mom, when you see that there's a, a mental issue involved, you kind of back off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But now it doesn't mean that that mom's hoarding issue has to be on on his girlfriend. Now it's right. something that she has to deal with. Right. And it doesn't look like he told her about it. Mm, that's a problem. Because if closet, if her staying in the closet was a surprise, the hoarding stuff is a surprise. So I think surprises we find out to be a, a problem. So I don't know. I just don't know how this is going to go. And she seemed like I somebody. Thought, I thought she was a good sport when she said, I know that young couples, you know, start out small and mm. it's okay for now. Right. That's at least promising. Right. But how quick is that going to get right. old? Because she's not going to have anything to do. She's going to want to probably be there. He insulted her cooking. But I've imagined he said she's an organized person. Mm-hmm. And this place is probably not going to bode well for that right. character trait it drive of me nuts. I'm also an organized person. Right. As evidenced by my alphabetical spice drawers. Right. <laughs> All identical bottles with identical labels. <laughs> we, on the rest of this episode, are going to cover Ashley and Manuel and Nikki and Igor. So that will be for subscribers. If you subscribe, three ninety nine plus tax on all the things listed in our patreon and show notes and apple channel there are so many ways to subscribe supercast you get the rest of this episode inside scoops we do chantelle what are we doing now chantelle sister wives plathville um there's something else rolling out on tlc that we're covering it seems like um we also do some housewife stuff and we're accused guilty or innocent on a and e it's also a show that we are covering So that will be around for another month. We have last season and this year. And I would like to tell you, so it is official now, that we have, no matter what it says on Apple or our show notes, we have done our 1,000th show. Wow. We have 1,000 podcasts that we have done. Which you can access as a subscriber. It's The best place to access that is on Patreon. There they are cataloged and a lot easier to see, and they allow us to so you could go through and get, say, the last season of Accused Guilty or you could get, you know, season eight of whatever. You know, it's there. So it allows me to group those things. Personal podcast, all of the inside scoops are in one. All 169 weeks of our inside scoops. 
think about that. That's almost that's three years of inside scoops. So that is there. Subscribe, or if you just want to hear about Ashley and Manuel and Nikki and Igor, that's coming up next. Thank you for listening. You can listen to the rest of this episode by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple. By subscribing to our Patreon. Or by subscribing to our Supercast. For $3.99 a month. Where you can hear us talk about reality shows. Real life and more on our podcasts. Covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast. And rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials. Or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com.